Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Tonight, we are beginning a new scenario. It's called Bonefire. It was written by Sean Little, who is also our keeper for tonight. This is episode one. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Sean? Do we do player introductions, Tom, anymore, or...? If you want, it's up to the. I would say, why don't we do that just for interest, just for this time? Okay. Um, Well, who wants to go first? Uh, uh, How about Professor of Biology, Roy? Um, Yeah, uh, Professor Roy Delcourt, um, Biology Department, tenured professor, and this is um, happening in Arkham, right? Yeah. So yeah, Arkham. Yeah. So tenure professor at Arkham University. Um, just enjoying being uh, one of the senior professors and living life uh, and leading up into retirement here. Hopefully everything goes smoothly, so I can uh, leave Arkham and enjoy the rest of my days in peace. Just a just a farm boy from Minnesota. Got a got a degree in game professor and. Yeah, so that's about it. Well, Holly? I'll be playing Professor Louise Fontenot, um, professor, uh, junior professor of agricultural engineering, eyeballing that tenure track with big dreams. Um, she's from rural Louisiana uh, with a heavy Cajun accent that I won't make you all suffer through. And um, yeah, the, the small town girl hoping for tenured professorship. And I am uh, Fred Gilman. My friends call me Froggy. Uh, I am an entomologist. I uh, studied here at Miskatonic University. Uh, I have had classes with uh, Professor uh, Delcourt uh, in biology. Um, I have an interest in especially agricultural, uh, the end of uh, bugs, uh, pestilences, and things that might attack. Uh, And I am, despite the way I look, I am 22. So, uh, my character actually is fairly decent looking, though there's something a little odd in his, uh, his facial expressions. Uh, that's me. Ingrid? Um, hi, I'll be playing Ingrid Shattuck. I am a 21-year-old, uh, rather, sorry, 20-year-old junior of agrology at Mistatonic. Um, I'm also a Minnesota-born girl, but I'm actually from Duluth, and I'm attending Mishatonic on scholarship. Um, how, so I, I have, however, been spending a lot of time in both Professor Delcourt's and Professor Fontenot's classes. Um, one of the things you'll notice about me is that I'm very mousy looking, and somebody you probably wouldn't look twice at in a crowd, except I'm pretty well tanned for spending so much time outside, despite the Minnesota winters. And I'll be trying the accent, but we'll see how that goes. Last but not least, uh, Andrew. Yes, uh, I'll be playing Solomon Besler, a history student from West Newberry, Massachusetts. Grew up on a farm in a rural area over there. Uh, and so he's taken um, 
some biology courses, some agricultural courses, uh, but mostly uh, focusing on history. And he finally, uh, his dream was to get away from the farm and go off and get a degree and follow that track. And well, he was able to do that for now, at least. Excellent. Thank you, everyone. It is the second week, approximately, of school. Middle of the week. This, this term has begun. The weather is bright, uh, as bright as September's get. And you're enjoying yourselves and your classes. Professors, of course, are enjoying all the heavy workload that is to come. Well, we'll be enjoying that. You are all in the offices of the dean, the new dean, the dean Oliver Malmsten. He previously was a professor of biology and agrology and recently was promoted to the job, to the position rather, of dean. Because of the passing on of the previous dean, he was quite old. He was in his late 90s, and he had only been dean for a few years himself, but he passed away. And Professor Malmson stepped up and, and said he, he would take on the job, tad reluctantly, but still. Very friendly, very friendly professor, as you remember, and a very knowledgeable man. Now, the four of you, Froggy, Ingrid, Solomon, and junior professor, Fontenot, you're sitting out in the lobby while Professor Delacour is in the actual office of the dean. And you, the, the door is not shut. It's not a secret meeting by any means. And he's brought in the professor, of course, first because he wants to discuss the, the, the situation a bit due to his, his position within the university. And uh, you can see through the crack in the door, and uh, if you're sitting on the other side of the room through the actual partial open door, the dean just standing behind his desk and showing a, a letter, a piece of paper to Professor Delacour and noting to him the contents of it in some, somewhat quiet tones. Uh, after a moment, he waves you all in and says, please come in, please come in. Says, I'd like to thank you all for being here. And if it were not for the fact that you are such excellent students and an excellent junior professor and former student, I wouldn't ask you to do this, this work that is before me. I, I expect you'll be, it'll be very easy for you to disappear for a week, all expenses paid by the university, of course, and be able to return to your studies and catch up very quickly. Other students may not be so, shall we say, studious. He, you can, you can, when he speaks to you, you've, you've heard some of his lectures before, and he does have an accent. And it is not a Minnesotan accent. It is a Swedish accent. It's, it's very slight. It comes out at times when, he, when he's at organi uh, organized events or he's making a speech and he gets animated. His accent kicks into high gear and you can actually hear it. Very, the, the girls find it very, they titter sometimes when they hear the way he says things. Uh, but he's very, he tries to be very professional, tries to sound like a typical Eastern uh, Coast person while he's speaking normally. So he says, please, I... Shut the door, if you would, please, uh, Solomon. And then you shut the door. It says, we have a report that has come to us from Little River, Minnesota. Now, I'll, I'll provide you with the letter. You can take a look at it yourselves. And you can see what the situation is. It's not a, it, it, it's, it's a very exciting opportunity we have at the university that we're being given this information ahead of time. 
the federal government, the Department of Agriculture will swoop on this very shortly. And we would like to be in and out and have all the data information and reports and interviews, whatever you can gather before that time. Because when they assign their people at the University of Minnesota, they will, they will, they will put, put lock stock on all of this information. So he puts forward a letter. I'm going to just bring it up on my screen here. From the desk of the mayor's office, Little Falls, Minnesota, September 13th, 1925. Dear Brother Oliver, thank you for your recent gift for the children and love to you and Elsie. Congratulations on your promotion to Dean and Mr. Tonic. I know you will do the family and our school proud. I have of interest to you a situation nearby to Little Falls. I would normally leave this with, with the applicable federal and state departments, but before they become aware after next week's town meeting, I wanted you to have the opportunity to see this for yourself. You're aware of the poor crops of last year and the year previous at the old homestead community of Kiruna. Uh, this year, however, there is a rebound and all farms are reporting surprising success in all forms. You would not believe the volumes and the quality of the fruits and vegetables that have been arriving at market. The local canning company is in a bidding competition with the families of Kiruna for access to what they have grown. It is utterly amazing. And the community elder are becoming quite high on themselves, which is humorous to see given our Svensk in nature. Please send some students and perhaps a professor or two to take a look. I will personally tour the markets with, markets with them and provide them transport and a place to stay in the area of Kiruna. I suggest you make haste as the town meeting is Tuesday next and a motion is on the table to bring forth the authorities. Valinga Halsningar Walter Mamstin. Um, there is some handwritten Swedish at the bottom of the letter that you can see there. Uh, uh, you don't have to read that. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to ask about that. However, just because I do have a bit of Swedish, can I maybe do a roll to see, can I read any of that? Um, yes, you can. Okay. Where are the... Ah, uh, no, that's a fail. Okay. You get bits and pieces of it, like yog and det, yog, behor, and such. But I'm going to stop sharing that now. Thank you very much. And he says, oh, you will, you, you will note that, that, you will note at the bottom of the letter, there's, there's some, some Swedish. My, what happens is, at the mayor's office, where my brother is the mayor, of course, Walter, his secretary... She, she speaks no Swedish. And he uses the, he looks around and smirks and laughs to himself. He uses the government's resources to send me personal letters and packages with messages written in Swedish because he knows she won't be able to read them. It's sort of our little way of getting, getting information back and forth. It's, 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 it's of no importance, it's of no importance. So he takes the letter and folds it, shuffles it off to the side and places uh, a little a stone, like it's like a stone obelisk of sorts. It's just a hand carved thing, nothing, Nothing cryptic. He puts it on top. It's like a letter, like weighs down his letters to keep them from blowing around because he does like to have the windows open. He likes it cool uh, throughout the year. So he puts that off to the side and he says, so 
uh, you'll see what the situation is. We have uh, we have fruit and vegetables that are growing quite massively. Apparently, he yeah, he I have no more information that is one of this that is in this letter. I haven't phoned him. I just received it yesterday at the end of the day, and he would like people, of course, you to come and take a look at this, and and he'll tour you around, and perhaps you should investigate uh, however you can and see what you can find out about what's causing this. That's all the information I really have, but uh, you're welcome to it. I have purchased train tickets for you, assuming that you're all willing to go. And the tickets are, are for tomorrow afternoon at, uh, I believe it is, I believe it's 4.30 in the afternoon. So you have a one full day to prepare yourselves and uh, and inform your, your, your teachers that you will not be around for classes. I'm, I'm assuming till the end of next week. Uh, their town council meeting is on the Tuesday and it is Wednesday now. So if you travel tomorrow, you'll arrive on late Friday, very late Friday. It's a fast train. I'm assuming it's fast. <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, it's a late Friday. Uh, so the assumption is that you, he will tour you around the markets on Saturday morning. You'll have Saturday, Sunday, and Monday to do some, some uh, asking of questions. Uh, I, I, do, I do believe he will even provide you with a car. If not, we, we certainly have funding available for that. And um, yeah. So if you, if, if you have any more questions, please, I, I don't know what I can answer, but I could, I could, if you feel free to ask. Do, do you know when he says that the fruit, the fruits and vegetables are large, does he mean size, weight? Does he mean a large quantity or, um, I mean, he didn't, ex I, I only have the letter that he provided, but knowing what I know, if, if the canning factories are interested in, um, if the canning factories are, if they're interested in bidding for the produce, they're usually, they usually shortchange my people. They're very much about your dumb farmers from Europe. Honestly, they are. And they, they will, they will, they, they, they will, they pay less for our food. If there's a bidding war going on, this must be very good quality, large, large, large fruit and vegetables, I'm assuming. I'm not sure that uh, I'm going to be of any help. I'm an entomologist. I don't think that the bees are uh, making any difference in the uh, quality of the fruit, but maybe oh, there's some oh. sort of infection. I don't know. Well, Fred, you're, I, I I do believe your background may be of assistance simply because, of course, when it comes to agrology, we're, we're not talking what we're talking about soils. We're talking about, you know, the, the, the weather patterns. We're talking about all aspects yes. that cause growth. It's, it's interrelated. So I, I, I'd very much like it if you could go as well. Of course, of course. Um, Give and, you time and, to at least see the scenery, get well, away from the school. What's about the students here? How about their classes? Uh, are they going to get credit? Credit. Yes, this is something I was going to discuss on, on top of the free transportation, free food, the adventure, so be it. Uh, you, you'll also be getting a half credit each following uh, the completion of your papers that I expect you all to jointly work on, uh, a paper on the findings and what is the cause of all of this. I think it's very exciting. It could lead to, it could lead, it could, it could be a discovery that could lead to outstanding growth in the country. Hmm. Sounds like a nice trip. Go see a bumper crop. Sure. Minnesota. Yeah. What's the weather like I'm, in I'm... Minnesota in September? Cold. <laughs> it's never super warm. Yeah. Bring your jacket. I don't like the cold very much, but all right. So, 
any questions? I, I have the tickets in this envelope and he slides an envelope across and he says, um, um, Professor Delacour and Professor Fontenot, if you could wait a moment, um, I'm going to, he says, he steps out and sees his, uh, his administration uh, assistant or his uh, secretary at the time. And he goes off and he mumbles to her something and she can hear her pulling out what sounds like a metal box out of a safe. And uh, he pulls out a, you can see his back is to you and he's counting out something on the table. So he must be, you, you assume he's putting some money together in an envelope for spending money. So he's, he's, he's there a few minutes. Okay. At least they're not going uh, to make you pay out of pocket and then get reimbursed. No, no, no. He knows your students and he knows professors. He knows how poorly they're paid since he was a professor up until, you know, just recently. So after a few minutes, he, he comes back. Uh, he has an envelope um, sealed with a little string on it. And he says, he says I've, got a, I've got a copy of a map of the area for you. And I have some contact information in there for you as well, in case the train stops and you have to uh, find a place to stay. There's some spending money in there. And I have given a letter of in introduction uh, in case you find that you can't find my brother, but he should be there. He's the mayor. I mean, he really doesn't go elsewhere. And I give you, I also given you a letter of introduction to the elders of my community. So they will know you are there on my request uh, to take a look at things. I, I would say that when you are visiting with my people, they are a very religious people. Uh, what religion? Method, depending on what part of the area you go to, they're Methodist, Baptist. Uh, Lutheran, a lot of Lutheran. Lutheran, lots of Lutheran. Yes, of course, you're correct. Um, the history of my people, they, they tended to you know, come to America because of some changes politically and some smaller of the churches were treated a little more uh, improperly and, and poorly. So they, they, they sought out uh, America for uh, a little bit more freedom than they had in our homeland. Are they That's going to, to expect us to participate in any of their religious activities, like on Sunday? Or they will invite. I'm a scientist. You, but you're I don't, not obligated. I don't. I don't. Yes, I don't subscribe to any of that. No, no. They they would not expect it from from an outsider by any means, and they don't. Uh, they, they would. They, they will. They will ask you if you'd like to attend. I see. And feel free to say no. The role of the elders in your community, are they, is it a, it's a religious role or a um, leadership role of some kind? It would Maybe be both. a bit of both, both. Mm -hmm. It would be both. Yes. And in, in our community, uh, that is definitely the, the case. Uh, the, the religion sort of override, I wouldn't say overrides, but it's, uh, it's always present. Intertwined. Intertwined is a good, good, good word. Yes. Uh, how long have your uh, people been settled in that area? Oh my, my family itself, uh, I'm only second generation. I, I grew up completely immersed in the culture before I left for school. Uh, this is why I still have this accent that falls out once in a while. Oh, that sounded Irish, <laughs> wrong character. Um, but uh, my family is second generation and uh, you will find that, uh, that uh, we've been here since 18, 1860s, around the time of your civil war. We started there. There's a. We came in various uh, various waves, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Still happening. We're still moving here. All right. Many are. 
Well, I think there's a lot to be gained here for the university itself, just learning what it is that this community is doing to grow these vegetables. I'm, I'm very fascinated. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to this. I'll have to get somebody to watch over my present collection. I'm collecting isopods from over by the, uh, the tower, and I uh, get one of my students to take care of it. Not the ones that go on your tongue. I'll definitely need to see if I can have my neighbor uh, cat sit Aloysius while I'm away. Well, you have a day to make your arrangements. Just, just, just feel free. Uh, if there's anything else you need from me, I will be in the office all of today and tomorrow. My wife and I are attending a concert uh, tomorrow evening, being Friday evening. So, but you'll be gone by then. Uh, but feel free to contact me here if you have questions, or my 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 secretary can assist you as well. There's money, tickets introductory letters if there's anything else you need feel free and he he just sort of puts his arm um says come with me for a moment to professor delacour yeah, and he, he sort of he ask your escorts you out into the hallway outside of the offices and leaves you all there to sit and think for a moment um it really he takes you aside simply to say take care of the students please i i leave this with you i trust you you are a of friend course, course. we've known each other for many years and i he's about the same age as you mm -hmm. and i, I you you actually you, you didn't attend school at the exact same time but very you began working here at the same time okay. and so he, he he trusts you he trusts you with the money and he says these these students they're they're under your care uh the junior professors uh it, is their own person but you, you can certainly together i'm sure you can corral the students and make sure they do a good investigation document everything take any 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 field equipment you wish to take from the labs um i i'll assign i i'll sign off on anything you need to take with you but if, if it's anything sort of very expensive like some of the microscopes of that please make sure you bring the cases and uh treat them treat them with care as you would the students so, certainly certainly I have no fear. We'll we'll come back and we'll we'll report anything we find that is of interest for the university and and your community. So, Excellent. thanks for putting your faith in us. Ah, I, I know it's well placed. And he pats you on the shoulder, and he wanders off down the hallway. He goes, "He's just a." They'll be leaving in a moment. I'll let them gather their things, and I will. I, I'm just heading down to the to the mat to the cafeteria because I need a coffee. So he wanders off. I'll I'll lean back into the office and say, well, um, seems like that's the end of the meeting. If we're did he put you in charge of the money? Yes. We're um, gonna need someone oh. to kind of collect all of the university materials we're going to want to take with us. Yeah, it's a, hurt. I don't think oh, it would hurt we, to do a little bit of digging into this little town as well before we go. Are, are we taking a trunk or something? I'll have to. I mean, clothing and for a week and equipment. You do have travel equipment in the in the, the labs. There is actually because there's a lot of field work that occurs at the university. So there's definitely every every piece of equipment has its own case, but there are definitely um, trunks, if you will. I mean, you, you probably all have haversacks and things. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, put put together a list of what you need and I'll, I'll have I'll have some of the the 101 students gather anything we might need and uh otherwise yeah i would assume just bring a bring a light suitcase froggy it'll be uh worst case scenario you might have to have something laundered 
No, yeah. I, I'm going to go over to um, uh, Larry Chandling over in the meteorological department asking what the mean temperature is over there in that part of Minnesota this time of year because I, I don't like the cold. So I'm going to have a heavy jacket and, and uh, mittens and hats and oh, things like that. Umbrella, do you think it might be raining? I'll bring an umbrella. Um, galoshes, should we wear galoshes? I mean, Froggy, whatever makes you comfortable for the trip, pack it up, we'll bring it along. I'm, I'm sure the weather will be okay, though. There's the mm. trunk. And, and are, are we going to meet before we go to the train station? We have to go to Boston, Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, in there I said I wasn't religious. <laughs> Some um, things are inescapable. That's, yes. that's what, an hour and a half to get to? Whose car will we take? It, it's going to be fine, Froggy. Don't worry about it. You just get your trunk put together and we'll take care of the rest of the arrangements and getting to the train station. Right. <sighs> I'm sure the university can have somebody drop us off. There is a car. There is a bus. A small yeah. student bus. I think I, you know, I think Carl's is uh, is going to be available. He, he should be able to drive us up there. That's a, he's been driving that bus forever. So, well, I'm going to go get a suitcase packed. Should we uh, maybe? We have we have until the next day at four. That's true. Yes. So we meet four, back four, here to four thirty is the train tomorrow. Sorry, that's what it says in the tickets. So we have four thirty-two here, at least by two. So let's meet here in the morning. We can do a little bit of research before we head out and uh, be to the what train station by now? four. It's it's literally first thing in the morning. It's it's classes. Oh, even so we have yet. all day today. Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. We can go do some go do some investigating and see what we can well, dig we up on the for town. Lunch tomorrow. We can share our findings and then arrange for our travel to the station. Would that make you feel better, Fred? Yes. Uh, um, I forgot to ask if uh, if this little town of. Uh, was little little river is uh, dry. If uh, I mean this prohibition, you know, but sometimes one likes a little bit. Of it. I would think it is. <laughs> but um, they're Swedes. They're Swedish. Surely the they, Swedes are drinking. Well, the yeah. villages probably aren't. <laughs> the community they're still, probably isn't. But they're if, still in America right now, Froggy. I mean. There are no, ways. little towns that get away with it. Do you... But, but, do not underestimate Lutheran coffee. <clears throat> do you think they have lutefisk? Absolutely. Yes. How about surströmming? Oh my god, so good. I didn't realize you're. Uh, I didn't realize you're uh, familiar with some of that. Oh, I love fish. I I wouldn't necessarily say it fish anymore at that point but it's something it's, it's definitely something 
Well, so, so wait. I always get, 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 I always get this part wrong. So is it, is it the strumming or the finish thing that's shark? Oh, I don't know that either one is shark, but surf strumming is the one that you have to open underwater. Yes, because yes. The, the thing will explode. Mm-hmm. Smells wonderful. Then I like stinky cheese too. It smells like right. home. I'll, I'll go get my stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've got to check in with my class. Uh, Tally ho, folks. Professor Delacourt, I'll have my list to you in the next couple of hours of anything Sounds that good. I feel like would be necessary. That we same goes to you, Froggy. Make, have one of your students drop off a list of what you might want me to bring along. Oh, from the, from the science department. All right. Yep. All right. Well, with that. Yeah, I've got classes to get to, and then I want to look into this town later. And I certainly need to let my professors know I'm going to be gone and arrange sort of chat sitting and well, all of that. My professors know and uh, write a letter to mom back on the farm. Let her know I'm going off. Probably farther west than anyone in our family's ever been, but uh, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I've got to. I've got to go meet some some first years. So meet up tomorrow for lunch. Sounds good. Yes. Before we leave, yes. Everyone's so quiet. I thought it muted again. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, Sean, would you like an actual list of stuff from us? Or no, would... no. Okay. Cool. Uh, you do not have to provide an actual list. Um, I would just say, <clears throat> in we... general, uh, like I mean, if you're going to bring something specific yeah. like uh, if you i'm not not saying you're going to but if you're gonna bring a stick of dynamite i'd like to know you're bringing a stick of dynamite <laughs> i don't want you know I, I don't want you to go oh, i happen to have a stick of dynamite in the pocket um generally just i'm assuming that each of you are going to bring general field equipment based on your area of study right. um solomon's a history student so i don't know what you're gonna bring <laughs> books I'll bring myself Brooks in your brain, right. um, books in your brain. Um, well, we can assume microscopes and all that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, the, the basic things. Yes, microscopes, uh, definitely um, field equipment. Yeah, there you go. Um, and you're, I'm going to assume you, you don't have to list off your clothing either or anything. But if there's anything uh, specific to your character uh, that you don't want anybody else to know you're carrying, that can happen. Just send me a message. Otherwise, okay. I will just assume that uh, you're bringing basic field equipment and your clothing for you know a week or so. All right. Okay. So I'm assuming you all just go speak to your teachers uh, mm -hmm. or your students, as it were, and explain what's happening or anybody who's filling in for you in your job as a professor or junior professor. So what that takes the better part of you know. An, an hour or two, you get some food, you get some snacks, you pack your clothing, um, you make your lists. So let we can flash a little bit forward and say that it's it's, it's close to noon. Uh, you've done all the little bits and pieces you have to do before you leave. What? You're all on your own, I'm assuming, in your own little thing. So um, let us start with um, with uh, well, I'll start with Froggy. What are you doing initially? Once oh. you've done all those little things. 
nothing much. I uh, I've alerted uh, members of my family, uh, which I'm not married, but uh, I've I've told my mother and father that I'll be going to Minnesota, and their reaction was Minnesota, and I'm like, yes, and they said it's so cold, and they made, made sure I brought all my warm stuff. I've got all my insect collecting stuff. I've got, uh, that's why I kind of thought that I needed a trunk because I need little jars and things like that mm -hmm. to bring with me and my uh, butterfly net. Although I don't expect there to be much going on in September in Minnesota, but who knows? Um, I do sneak a little bit of alcohol, maybe some, um, some uh, whiskey. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. And other um, than that, I just regular. Okay. I might bring you, something you, to read in the evenings. Yeah. Well, you have a long train ride as well. You may all consider that kind of uh, thing to bring. What uh, is there anything else you're doing over the during the afternoon? Are you contacting anyone else or anything? Oh uh, no, just uh, I might I might head over to the the library and see if uh, Louise is over there uh, doing any research, just because I don't have anything else to do. I think okay. I'm going to bring the ABCs in, uh, of, of bee culture, which is, uh, I think, written by Langstrom. It's a very fascinating book on Langstrom's Swedish name. OK. I will then go clockwise, from my perspective, to Louise. So you've done um, your little bits and pieces. What are you doing now? Uh, she's going, I'm going to look into this from a very um, scientific perspective, break out farmer's almanacs, see what the weather patterns have been for the last two years in the region, what its predictions are for this year and the upcoming, and see if there's anything noteworthy about the town, but from an agricultural perspective, the, the religious stuff does not interest her whatsoever, but you know, is there any research going on, any nearby universities where they're studying new fertilization techniques or anything that would kind of point to what this boon is? So okay. Froggy will find me in the library looking at all of that. Okay, okay. Um, well, by chance. Um, I won't make you make a library role for the almanac information because that's mm -hmm. simply simply available. Uh, what you note is the weather patterns for northeastern you know, that part of minnesota for the last two years and this year in particular have been normal there's nothing out of the ordinary there is nothing no high fluctuations low it's if you look at previous years before and after before and after you can't look at after um previous years back you would see that the the normal up and down the ebb and flow of temperatures is much the same there's nothing nothing out of the ordinary no strange no, no strange temperature variations, no strange drought uh, variations. Now that's just almanac information because it's, it's mm -hmm. readily available. But if you want to make a library roll, please. Yes. Oh no, that is an 89, my library use. Oh, that's too much luck. No, no success. Okay. Okay. So that you just, you don't seem to find anything that indicates there's anything strange weather-wise. Mm -hmm. uh, now the town of Karuna, it has been in place. It's, it's, it's simply encyclopedia information. <clears throat> Karuna is northeast of 
little fall, a little river rather. It is a small community, 500 people or so. Uh, it's been, it was formed by Swedish settlers in the, in the not mid, but quite towards the late, the mid late uh, 1800s. Uh, initially, it was a logging community. Uh, there's, a number, uh, there's a forest nearby that they were, they were thinking they were going to log, but uh, the, the rights weren't there. Uh, they didn't have the initial rights because the uh, the natives native people hadn't given their um, they hadn't given up the land yet, so to speak, given up. Um, so they uh, they were they they were doing some logging and they turned to agriculture, and it just says just standard crops. It's all really standard vegetable and fruit crops, some grains, and uh, due to the, the Minnesota growing season being slightly shorter than some other areas, uh, they tend to focus on hardier crops. Very well. Okay. Was there something else or was those the two things you were really? No, those were really the two big things. And <clears throat> if Froggy finds me in the library, I will point that out to him. Hey, Fred, it, it's the strangest thing. You know, the Farmer's Almanac does not have any indication that there should be a drought in the region or that there was a drought in the region in the last two years. Normal weather patterns. Sometimes when I speak, my nose sound comes out. Um, it, uh, farming's very difficult. So I, I imagine, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's this and sometimes it's that. I would expect more that a drought would be caused by some insect problem or um, Surely they get enough water up there. Yeah, that, is, that, that is strange. That is uh... that the land of a thousand lakes? Mm. Mm -hmm. There is a lake quite close by. Um, as you say that, uh, Professor Fontenot sees that on the map in the area where Karuna is, which is northeast of uh, Little River, there's a big, big lake, and it is called. I actually have. I won't show you the picture because it's a modern map. Mille Lacs, and it's quite a big lake, which is funny because Lac in French is lake. <laughs> Million Lake Lake. That's what it's so called in French. There's, there's definitely plenty of water there. So I wonder what their farming techniques are. Uh, I don't know that much about farming, but aren't they supposed to like leave the fields? um fallow every few years yeah yes that there's yes we um you know we rotate crops and things like that it is strange this doesn't this just this doesn't make much sense no this Perhaps, is a mystery uh, he said it was a mystery yes we like the mysteries mm. don't we well perhaps your bugs will hold some answers after all i doubt it so you two are talking away and you've you've done a little bit of research you've got information on that and that bit of the background uh ingrid what are you doing in the time following your packing of your clothing and you're talking to your teachers and getting something to eat over lunch um well like i said i've also talked to my neighbor to uh right. thankfully uh cat sit my beloved aloysius he's like my only he's like my only family member up here the rest of them are back back home in duluth um, I'm here on scholarship, so of course I couldn't have come with me. Um, after that, I'm probably going to want to uh, probably make sure I, I get all the equipment I need, but especially I'm definitely going to want to get like things I would probably need to use to like maybe look at the soil while I'm in there, because I'm familiar with the area. So 
you know, given, I mean, I would have, I know that the Minnesota growing season is certainly shorter than others. So to have this big of a bumper crop and in this big, um, I'm trying to think of every avenue I can think of. So like, I would want to equipment to analyze the soil, uh, maybe figure out like, what are the, like, what are the types of vegetables and fruits and all that, that they're growing out there? Like, uh, what specific uh, strains, I suppose, is the word I, I want to use. Maybe there's one that's a bit, that uh, really syncs well with the soil and the weather and all of that. Um, so I suppose I might be doing some digging into like, aside from the general area, like what's the agricultural profile of the areas? Like what can I expect to see? Okay, okay. Um make a library roll just to get the degree of information you get okay that's a pass uh 30 out of 40. okay um you're able to determine generally the crops the crops are hardier crops there's things like you know, squashes and pumpkins and uh the things that can the things that corn um grain uh the things that they can produce that will grow beyond a, a period of time that it gets a little colder uh not a lot of strawberries not a lot of raspberries I and mean, that they do they, they would they would grow those for their own personal use um no obviously no citrus fruits that kind of thing so you, you do get an agricultural profile you do you're able to find out what it's things that are a lot of things that are canned potatoes mm -hmm. for example it's it's yeah. a it's a good area this area you find out that is northeastern part of minnesota in this specific area where karuna is located it has it's a it's a bit of a valley area compared to the rest of um and so it, it does have a sort of a uh isolated environment isolated at not atmosphere but like it's a little environment community where the weather is slightly warmer than the rest of the area okay. they and they, that's just one of the reasons they, they settled there because it's protected by some hills and by the forest it gets a lot of moisture from the lake nearby so it's actually a very good location for the crops that they grow which are pretty standard things you would can. Okay. So that's at least something I, I can take to the meeting. Mm -hmm. So, yep. so it, it's at least a line of inquiry we can start with. Yeah, you certainly, and it's a, it's a, it's a well-known area for uh, being very prolific, but I would say that if you look at the volume of crops, they haven't really been in, uh, over the years, they haven't been, you can actually see what they are tons of this, tons of that, that have been produced mm -hmm. over the years, there hasn't been a drastic increase. So they haven't increased their capacity for growing. Mm -hmm. They've sort of kept the community small as you can you know, estimate based on the volume of material. They've kept the, 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 the volume of, of production to a point where it sustains them, pays the bills. Uh, they aren't really expanding, so to speak, because the, the, they're not making more and more every year. So this bumper crop they speak of to you stands out as, wow, this is this is something that's probably really good for the community. Okay. All right. I'm sure that that probably takes me a bit to, you know, find yeah. and synthesize and all that type of thing. Okay. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, we'll skip over to, I'm, I'm, I was supposed to be going clockwise and now I am not. So we'll go to Solomon anyways, because you're in the middle. <laughs> oh. So what, what are you doing in your, your yeah. free time? Uh, well, got to write a letter to the family after we get everything all touched down, ready to go. But uh, I kind of want to hit my history references and see if there's anything particular about maybe that city, but just the region in general. Um, 
if there's anything deeper than just kind of reference information, you know, town founded here, you know, this many people. Um, if there's nothing particular I can find there, this might be something I could I would do the following day. See if I can uh, hit the newspapers and see if there's any if there's any mention of anything from that region in like the Boston Globe, then it might be something of interest to us just because if that news came this far east, you know, it probably would be important. Okay. Um, I'm not muted, am I? No. Um, okay. So what I will tell you is right off the top, you, you, you don't have to do a library. Again, this is general information from a encyclopedia, so to speak. You get, like I said before, there's been four waves of immigration uh, by Swedish people, the 1850s, 60s, the 70s, 80s, and the 90s, 1900s to today. There's four actual waves. They took a lot of land primarily seated by native peoples. It wasn't necessarily as happy a transition as the history books let you lead you to believe if you were to research it deeply. Uh, they again, like I said, they moved due to unhappiness, the political environment, relig religious intolerance of smaller religious sects. Farm families came first, along with logging families and city dwellers uh, later on, because they actually did uh, settle into some of the larger cities you find that there are three core colonies in Minnesota. There's the Chicago colony, the Goodhue, sorry, four actually, the Goodhue, the Carver, these are the, the counties where they are located, and the Morrison County colony, which is the one that you are going to be seeing, which is where Karuna, the community of Karuna is located. So that is the general information you find on that. But could you make a library roll and I will tell you what else you see, sure. if anything. That is a, oh, uh, extreme success. Oh, goody. Okay, let me find the actual document I wanna give you to read. I will give you something to read because that's what I did. Um, nope, not that. Okay, I'm going to share screen here. Uh, this stands out because it isn't something, it's in the newspapers, but it isn't something that you were looking for, so to speak. It was, it was just something that stood out. Uh, here we go. So I'm going to bring up the share screen. Um, I'm assuming you're going to tell other people what you find, so I don't yeah. have, okay. June 1st, 1923. A sign from above? Unlikely, says scientist. To those concerned, the bright greenish light streaking across the skies two nights previous that led to numerous calls to the local sheriff as well as local pastors, has been explained by David Malm of the University of Minnesota Astronomy Science Department as a simple meteor or shooting star to the layman. He explained the greenish tinge likely due to copper in the composition of the tiny rock that hurtled through the skies only to be utterly destroyed when it encountered the edge of our atmosphere. The explosion was likely due to its unsound structure. He iterated that anyone that finds any large pieces of the objects in and about northern Minnesota can contact him, and he will be interested in examining such and possibly imparting a reward for one of significant size. So that is the first article you find. Um, the second article, uh, let me just bring this up. So you're poking around, you're looking and seeing what there is available. Little Falls Intelligencer, May 19th, 1925, editorial. After two years of weather that can only be described as irregular in northern Morrison County, uh, and there appears to be that there is a potential turnaround of fortunes for the farm folk of the area. 
You may remember that late summer, 1923, what was an otherwise normal year became a rapidly dry and unpleasant situation for all residents. Hot, dry spells followed by windy days with no rain in sight. It was localized uh, to our neighbors to the east and west inform us, but was also locally devastating for the community of Karuna who provide much of our best beloved producing grains. Discussions with the local university and Federal Weather Bureau uh, lead to head shakes and exasperation. It was almost as if the rains shunned your county, one official noted to me with promises of anonymity, whereas the federal response was normal fluctuations. All that said, the rains have been plentiful and frequent this spring, and Anton Soderland, community elder, has stated that the fields are green. Hoping this leads to less trucked-in foods and better pricing for all this fall. Stanton Smithers. That's what you find. Okay. And all, is, uh, is there anything else you're in particular you're looking for? That those took you a little I mean, while. I, th I, th I think I found it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. They took you a little while. Um, so I'll say that 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 takes you your afternoon. And you're in the you you do see. Uh, Professor Fontenot and uh, Fred hanging around in the library as well. You can yeah, as I've come about these things, I'll just wave them over. Hey, take a look. Let's uh, might be pertinent to where we're headed. How interesting. You know, the, the almanacs is there's no there's really no explanation for this drought. And this kind of correlates that right. Very sudden. Hmm. Hmm. That's rather interesting, I say, as I'm walking up and probably hearing overhearing some of this. Uh, because I just found um, the agricultural profile of the area, and given to, given the topography, this drought shouldn't have happened at all. In fact, this this area with uh, protection from uh, the from the weather and such by these uh, hills over here with, helps trap some moisture in the area. And actually, this entire this entire plot should actually be rather good for agriculture. So for the rain to just disappear for a year and completely unusual. But it sounds like a freak. Um, I mean, they haven't experienced this in the past. Hasn't it always had a fairly decent agriculture yes. until uh -huh. so maybe it's well, just it, a fluke. Look at this, um, this, this story about the meteor though. Could, could radiation have something to do with this? Maybe. But it was two years ago, and normally weather patterns don't take that long to develop, do they? Uh, I, I true. wouldn't think there'd be enough radiation in a single meteorite to do anything. She wasn't even a meteorite, didn't they? He said it burned up in the sky. That is true. I'm not. I'm not the professor of astronomy here. I'm just thinking aloud. No, no but uh, still, it seems like something quite, uh, quite unusual would have to occur to uh, make this little green space as dry as it was, but what that could have been, I have no idea. Well, I proposed that it was something other than the weather. I thought maybe they had not properly managed their fields, try to get some extra crops out of them rather than leaving them fallow for, or maybe they didn't plant alfalfa or whatever there. I, I'm not the agriculture person you guys are. I mean, it, it's possible, but that would contradict this report here it, saying that the rain shunned their county. But then why report it in the books as though nothing was wrong? Isn't that, isn't that right? The almanac says nothing was different, even though 
an official clearly said that there was. Could it be, you know, I was thinking, how are almanacs put together? I doubt seriously that they have agents that go out to every county on the planet and no, they probably no, no. just it's... look at what it said last year and write the same thing again and write the same and, thing. And that again. fits yeah. because if if the region reports no droughts, I mean, this is a very small portion of the region. It's not going to narrow it down just to this one small area. Yeah. It's going to be generalized accounts of how things have been over the last few years. Yeah, I mean, it takes the entire country and breaks it down into seven or eight zones, which, I mean, you're not going to get a lot of um, nuance there. Right, right. And people want to blame things on things, and sometimes it's just the way nature works occasionally. Yeah. But we can check. There was something in the... So, well, the, nothing could account for the rain not coming. I mean, that's the weather. Right, and that is uh, such a departure from what is expected. But... Unfortunately, there's no way for us to see what could have caused that unless we were able to find some, I don't know, major uh, environmental factor that could have caused the weather to just not appear. But perhaps as the world becomes more industrial, the pollutants that we're putting into the atmosphere are causing changes to the weather in various places. But I don't want to be an alarmist. <laughs> of, of course not. Of course not. Are you saying they're causing bumper crops everywhere? <laughs> in that case would, would that not be a change we, we we would want to have happen actually it doesn't explain that just because you're suddenly getting rain doesn't mean there must be something in the water or the soil perhaps or the soil well let's skip over to professor delacour as you are all going over the information you gathered so far what do you do professor after you have done your things you, you've gathered your, your clothing and such and told your people what do you do um, he's, uh, Professor Delacour is going to go into his office and he's going to make sure that the, the stashed away liquor bottle is emptied out so that anybody goes through perusing through his place, um, while he's gone, doesn't find anything too untoward for the head of the biology department. Um, and then he's also going to stash some, of course, after having alerted his wife and ever making sure everything would be okay at home. Um, he grabs a stack of uh, magazines he started uh, confiscating from students whenever he sees them. They're these uh, weird tales magazines, mm, pulpy, terrible. He, he wouldn't want to be caught actually reading them, but he, he finds them quite interesting. So throws those in the suitcase. And then um, knowing how diligent the students and his fellow uh, teachers are, He's just going to make sure and double check the, the equipment list is all taken care of and head off to meet everybody and see if he can find them for lunch. Okay, excellent. So you, you, you can certainly, you finish all of that in a reasonable amount of time. Uh, you assign some students jobs of gathering and gathering the things need to be gathered and packing them up into a central location so you can uh, get them on the bus. You The bus is already prearranged for you so you can get it all together for the next day. I'll just say, as you're wandering about, you see the group of them sitting in the library, uh, talking animatedly over whatever they're talking about. Um, and so you, you can certainly proceed over there if you wish, or you can go off and do other things. Uh, no, I'm just gonna go meet up with the rest of the group here. And Great. 
get things on the road. Perfect. Okay, you are all together. You can share information. Right. We very quickly fill you in on what we know. All right, all right. Huh. Well, it seems like it might be uh, best to just put eyes on the situation and mm. see what we can actually find. The uh, so far, what you what you've all researched and found doesn't seem to be. I'm not I'm not seeing the connections. Um, so hopefully, there's more information to be found in uh, mm -hmm. Karuna. And yes. we'll, um We'll see. Maybe the I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the maybe the farmers are I don't know they're you know I've seen I've seen good farmers have bad years and bad farmers have good years it's it's generally kind of strange when a whole community follows that trend but I'm sure in the end it won't be anything too uh, too out of the ordinary. Perhaps we should have thought about bringing a meteorologist along with us. But then what do they know about the weather? A weatherman? No. Froggy. No. That's that's no. Although I may one of us may wish to talk to someone from that department, if only to see what could cause rain to just disappear. I think they'll just tell you it's the weather. <laughs> I'm I'm interested uh, to talk um, to the locals. You know how small communities can be secret and insular and you know, what what gets reported to the rest of the world isn't necessarily what's always going on. Right, so right. Perhaps they know more than. Uh, Absolutely. I I do speak a bit of Swedish because of where I grew up, so I that might help us in some degree. But I'm not an expert, just so you know. I'm sure it'll be fine. Well. Shall we have lunch and then go get on that train? Yeah. yeah. Wait, is that tomorrow? It's the next day. Tomorrow, yes. yes. It is the next. It is the next day. Okay. Wait. I'm sorry. Is it today or tomorrow? It's it's tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's this tomorrow. is the afternoon right. of the first day. Sorry. Ah. I thought you were asking them. You might have been still. <laughs> Sometimes I just interject. I just got two different answers and I was like, wait, where are we? <laughs> it's the next day. This is the first day. The next day is the day that the train is leaving at 4.32 in the afternoon. Um, so yeah, the, you have your things packed. You've gathered some information. You can skip forward if you wish, wish to the next day or you can do whatever you like. I would you know, be fine with skipping forward. I don't know. I can't think of anything else to do. Me yeah. either. With the these strange articles that I found, I'm, what was at the bottom of that letter that um, was written? You couldn't tweet it. It was in Swedish, right? And unfortunately, I don't. My Swedish isn't good enough to read it. So it was something. Personal. Sure, it was just a personal note, brother to brother. Anyone? Well, no, I doubt we'd remember. Uh, well, okay. Maybe I'll just be left wondering. Where should we, we go take have a quick lunch? class in Swedish, but maestros? I like maestros. Yes, yes. Fred, you've been telling me about that place, and I've been meaning to try it. Ah, maestros, yes. I, I do enjoy Italian. 
You've, you're staring at me like that. What? Been to Maestro's? Yeah, I'm on a junior professor's salary, Fred. Come on. It's very I cheap. Had, it's, I, did, I don't eat out often. We're in for a treat. Right. Go to Maestro's. And then I can't think of anything else to do today except. Okay. Well, if anybody wishes to send me any messages, that's fine. If there's something you specifically wish to do, um, as always, I mean, the chat, I do, I do maintain uh, the chat open in case someone wishes to send me a message outside of the group. It, we can't always do it simply where I say, everybody take their headphones off. We have done that before. So unless someone else is doing something else, I will say the next morning come, the morning comes. Fresh morning, you get to go have your breakfast wherever you wish. You have your nice little meal at Maestro's the night before. It's always good. And the morning sunrise is a little rainy and wet. You know, you get your things packed, and you whatever you hadn't packed yet, like your toothbrush and such. Your toiletries, you take it to the bus. The bus is loaded up. You, uh, you, the driver says, what time do you want to leave? You want to be there for what time? Well, we need to be there by two, I think. You want to be there by two? Our train leaves at four, a little after 4.30. We don't want to be late. Two, two and a half hours early is. What about 3.30? Yes. Yeah. An hour early? Surely it's not going to be that bad. I can get you there. If you leave at two, I'll be, you'll be there by 3.30. No problem, he says. He's crotchety old guy. Just shuffles off and starts kicking at the tires and checking the doors. And he's, he looks like he's going to lift the stuff and put it on the bus himself. But you know, he's just waiting for someone to help. Oh no, no, no! Please, 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 let me. Oh, I, I put my back out changing the tires the other day. And you look at the tires; they haven't been changed. They're the old tires. So he he, he allows you to load the vehicle up, and he says, "I just come back at two. I'll be." Gassed up and ready to go. Ready to go. All right. Thank you very much. All right. So that's it. Okay. So we'll zip forward if you wish. And then it comes close to two o'clock. And at two o'clock, you arrive uh, at the bus. He's ready for you. It's all gassed up and he drives down the, the highways. And Slowly but surely, you, you start to worry as you get closer. You're looking at your watch. Oh, my gosh. He said he'd be there on time. And, and Professor Delacour, you have to actually remind him once or twice about the deadline. Um, mm -hmm. So you end up arriving at 4 o'clock, not 3.30 as promised. Um, you unload the materials. You, you're, you're at the train station. And um, you're able to get them over to the the trolleys where they put them on the train. So if there are any belongings you wish, your personal belongings you can have with you on the train, of course, it's going to be a long haul, uh, long haul, but a fast train. So you get on and uh, uh, anyone want to do anything at the train station before you leave? No. Excellent. Okay. You're on the train. Um, so you get on the train and you're assigned a, a, a room because there's obviously this many passengers, you get a little, little slidey door. You have your own little room together. Um, but there, there actually are separate sleeping quarters um, for the trains. So they're a very posh train, for what, more so than what you expected. So the, the university has spared no expense on this. It's better than some of your dorm rooms. Um, you know, 
in terms of quality of bed and such. So you, you're on the train, chugga chugga, going, meals, food, uh, discussions. Um, Froggy, um, yes, could sir. you uh, make a, uh, let me just see what I want you to do here. Um, if I go to you and I say, could you perhaps make a spot hidden roll? Sure. You saw my message too. I'm going to see it now. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes, I did see your message. Yes, I saw that one. I got a 79. Wait, what's my spot hidden? Is it 77 or 78? 82? I, I had it in front of me. I don't know why I'm not. Oh, it's that. 65. So. <sighs> I'll spend, what's that, uh, 14 points? I'll spend 14 wow. points. It's a good luck spend. Why not? Um, I will put it at the bottom of, I will put it in the text and you can decide what you wish to do with it. Okay. Um, just a reminder, did everybody run roll their luck? Oh. I got very lucky. I got 85 points a buck, so uh. I'm willing to spend it. <laughs> okay. So you're on the train. It's a very comfortable ride. Uh, the weather is um, the weather is is quite nice. Uh, once you get past the rain clouds that are uh, in between Miskatonic and Boston, and you arrive in Boston. Sorry. Rewind. So you're heading out from Boston. <laughs> you're heading north and then west. And you head off and it, it, it's a long, long train ride. I'm assuming you're just going to ride the train. There's not much else you, know, you can do other than read your books and talk to each other and avoid each other and talk to other passengers. Maybe you knit. Who knows? Whatever you do watching out the window you you arrive slowly but surely well in... before that happens oh yes where did this come from out of one of your bags out of one of our bags your bags well my bags yes okay um do I know what it says? <laughs> nope. I mean, well, if I look at it, do I know what it says? Oh, it's it's it it's what you saw before in the room before. It's exactly. It's it's it's. I'm not sure I understand. Did I miss something? Oh, um, let's just get into my bag. Um, uh, if they're if they're all sitting around, it's like they are. Yes, this, you're all. This what? this fell out of my bag. This is the this letter. Is what is it? It's the letter with the Swedish on the bottom of it. Really? Like it's the exact letter to the dean with the Swedish, yeah. Swedish at the bottom. Yes, I don't know how it got into my stuff, but. Uh, you have some time maybe you can work out what the that's not a bad idea actually i'll i didn't have a chance to really look at it too closely last time 
I uh, I'm pretty good at Latin languages, but Swedish isn't one of them. Well, I'll see what what I can come up with. So I'm looking at this text again. Yes, you um, are. I guess now that I actually have some time to translate it. Um, yes. Would that be another Swedish role, or how, what would that be? Do another Swedish role, and I will tell you how close you are. Okay. Are we allowed to smoke on the train? I believe so. Ugh, yet another fail. I was going to ask if maybe there was a bonus because, you know, uh, I actually had time. Mm-hmm. Well, there is a bonus. How about you, like in Dungeons and Dragons, roll with advantage. <laughs> okay. Let's try this. Let's try, hopefully my second roll is better. <sighs> better, but still a fail. Dang it. How bad a fail is it? Well, you have luck as well. I would, I'd be blowing most of my luck to make this. (laughs) Okay. I will tell you there are, if there are some words that stand out, okay. Apart from the usual conjunctions and such, uh, and the word Swedish, which is Svenska, of course, uh, you do pull out the word crazy, like not, not all there. And you do pull out the word equinox. And you do pull out the words acting normally. Those are the things that you pull out of the letter. Uh, this is still, I'm still having trouble translating the Swedish, but what I did get, this is a little odd. Are, I got equinox, crazy, and acting normally. You know, we're on a train heading towards Minnesota. Maybe there's somebody else on the train that speaks Swedish. Perhaps. There's a woman over there with blonde hair and long ponytails. She's got to be Swedish. (laughs) Does she sing sing in harmony with another woman? Very, very readily. Will two men play percussion? She's coughing and putting little recolas in. Let's just, that's Swiss. <laughs> Let's just very. What's the difference? France, Belgium. Um, so you, uh, you. Uh, let's just say that yes, there are definitely Swedish people. You're heading to Minnesota. You're, you're, you, you wander about, and there are definitely some people. I would say there's definitely there's an older couple, and they're very well to do in um, in Boston clothing. You know, like they're not farmers. These are like wealthy right. looking people, but they're speaking in. Ingrid, you are definitely able to pick up that they are speaking Swedish. Right. Um, pardon me. I have a, uh, if, am I bothering you? No, not at all, dear. What, what would you like? What, what could we help you with? Um, yes. We're actually heading out, uh, we're actually heading out to Minnesota. I'm sure you are as well. But oh, yes. um, I've received a very strange letter. And unfortunately, I point to the text at the bottom. I can't quite make this out. Can you potentially help me? Oh, of course. What, what, what are you going to Minnesota? What part of Minnesota are you going to, dear? Um, the Little River Kiruna area. Oh, oh, well, we're 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 going we're 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 going to St. Paul, but ah. but, uh, but but let me look here. Uh, now, do you give them the letter or just hold it out to them? Um, I sort of hold it out because you know I, I don't want to give it away. But yeah, I just did, I didn't know whether you're allowing them to see the top part. I mean, are you consciously? Mm, at this point, all I'm really curious about is what the te- 
Swedish text says. So I just sort of fold it, you know, so that they can see the Swedish text. But that's all I really need them to look at. Okay. Well, she, she, well, she, she, she puts on her reading glasses and leans forward. And she says, oh, and she, she realized she has her husband's glasses and they switch and she puts them on again. And she says, oh, Jefferson means secretary. This is a strange thing for someone to put at the bottom of a letter for you. It says, and since, and since my secretary does not speak Svenska, I give you the following. The people in our society Dear, this is very strange. The people in our society have something wrong. I might say, who is this, who is this from? It says um, they might, people are crazy and they're not, um, not acting normally. And it is close to the autumn equinox. That, that is a bit of what I got, but I hadn't gotten the rest. I need say no more. It says at the end. I need say no. This is a very strange. Is this a joke that one of your friends is playing? Oh, no, on? of course not. I the only thing I only thing I will do is flip the top up so you can see that it's from the office of the mayor. <gasps> oh, oh, Little River. Hmm. Well, we aren't we aren't from there. And then the Irish Swede comes out again. God damn it. <laughs> I gotta stop. I'll just stop doing it. I'll just stop doing the Swedish. Anyway, um, they 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 say, well, we're not from there, but we do have friends in that area. Um, is the mayor? Did did the did somebody write on the mayor's letter? And say, why do you have a letter letter from the mayor of Little River? Um, it's all my, very strange, dear. Uh, yes, I know. My my companions and I, we are uh, doing. Um, we're from a university, you see, and our uh, assignment came from the brother of this mayor. Hmm. Well, she, she mumbles, she speaks to her husband, and she says, well, okay, oh, that's fine. Well, I, I hope everything goes well for you, dear. If, if you need any, if you need anything else, please let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, of, of course. Uh, thank you very much. Do I get their names? Inge and Bjorn. Ah, okay, fine. <laughs> or stay right. um, at, at, at that point, I, you know, I thank them and, you know, just say my goodbyes in Swedish. I do know how, how to say that. Yeah. And, you know, I come back. We have a problem. I come back with, with, with the letter. I got a translation. I point out exactly what it says. They're all acting strange. And it's close to the autumn equinox. And apparently whatever is going on is something that the brothers would know about. I need say no more. Evidently, the D Dean Malmsten should have known, would have been able to put something together. But people in our society? Is that referring to the community as a whole or the elders or a different group? I'm not sure. Maybe, it, maybe it's a religious thing. Small town folk are always weird. Just take it from me. C country folk are strange. Decretive. I but, wonder if these are moon people, you know, the ones that do all their planting by the faces of the moon and the mention the solstice. That's the sun. But that's 
But the odd thing is, I say, why would they, why would they make, want to make sure we got this? It was slipped into your luggage, right? Fred, you sure you didn't who. accidentally walk out of the dean's office with it in your hands or something? You know, we were all I looking at it. I honestly don't remember. I thought that it was on the dean's desk. Yes, he put it under that obelisk uh, paperweight. I wasn't paying close enough attention. I was going through a list of various uh, Minnesota-based insects in my mind, as trying to think if I could find any interesting correlations. There's some interesting insects in that area, but uh, um, I wasn't paying attention. So I don't know how it got in my bag. Well, you did all provide your bags ahead of time, just so you know. You you packed your bags and they were put out and set out to be put to, in a in a room along with the equipment to be loaded onto the bus. They were like there for long enough that uh, that uh, either the the dean himself did it, or maybe little Darby, Darby Twix. Maybe they thought it would be important. I does any of you know Roy? Did you? You're friends with him, aren't you? Uh, we we've worked together for a long time, but I I don't I don't know how that letter got in your bag. Maybe he put it in there thinking of the first part of it, and he forgot about the back part of it. He didn't think about adding the what the, the Swedish was. Perhaps he he also didn't think any of us could read it, or might know someone who could. Well, it seems like it's just an addition that tells us to be careful because the people there are a little bananas. Like you said, Louise, it's country people, people are crazy towns. anyway. Yeah, but they're not acting normally, and it's close to the equinox. What does well, that mean? things like the equinox and the solstice are very important sometimes to, to farming communities. They. Mm -hmm. They do their timing, but like I say, based on the moon. Your almanac there has whole charts on it. Does moon it? Planting. And the there are people who are still stuck in the old ways of farming. You know, we've made many advances in the last several decades in agriculture, but some people they're stuck in their ways and they're going to do it how their father did it and their grandfather did it and they're and so on and so on and so on. Mm -hmm. and yes, the equinox plays a large part in that kind of thing. And that that exact thing is. <coughs> Excuse me. What leads to crop failure? Exactly. They've, they've exactly. We wrong. don't know any better. When people don't know any better, they cause these issues. But we'll see. It's where are we now? Where is the train? How long is it going to take to get there? It's going to take you till the till the end. A day. It's. I know we're going to expedite it a little bit. You'll be there at the end of the day in the early evening. You will arrive at Little Little River. It's a right. fast train. Fast. Is it um, is it getting snowier as we're going north? No, it's September. <laughs> it's like seventy-two. <laughs> it's not that but cold, in Minnesota this time I of year. I brought my my hat, and. Almost like I saw you wear that in, in Antarctica. So, um, jacket. Uh, well, you you will be ready for the evenings. The evenings are definitely chilly, definitely chilly. I don't know Fahrenheit, but I know it's chilly. 
Um, but yeah, I think it, it, it's probably like 72, 73, 71 Fahrenheit during the days this time of year. And then it drops off fairly chilly in the, in the evenings. Um, 40s, yeah. Much 40s the same probably, as it is where yeah. I live. It's probably exactly the same as where I live. Um, so it, it, you can, if there's nothing else you wish to do on the train, we can say that uh, the day rolls past, the evening rolls past, the meals, you get tired, even though it's food being brought to you and it's not the standard food you eat as a student, the beans in a tin kind of thing, and whatever you happen to be able to afford based on your position, whether you're on a scholarship or a mild scholarship or whatever, you, you arrive uh, little fall, little falls, little, little river rather. And you arrive and you see the sign of the town as you, as you arrive city rather. And waiting for you is a car, uh, your bags, they're, they're brought off the trolley and there's a car, a longer car that will seat all of you. Uh, and there's a driver and he says, ah, I'm here on behalf of the mayor. I'm here to take you to the, the hotel for the night. Uh, I will also be providing transportation to uh, Kiruna with you tomorrow. So please uh, welcome, welcome to the city. Uh, and the mayor will, will meet with you first thing in the morning. He says he's got some business with you. Uh, so please, please, uh, he loads. He doesn't need any help. This, this guy's like 75 years old and he is like a bull, just tossing the bags in the bag. You're actually worried that he's going to break some of the equipment. Um, um, so he, but you, you do actually have to say, oh, no, not that one, not that one. Yeah. Um, so he loads the bags into the car. You're loaded in. You're very tired, even though you've slept, you didn't sleep well, all of you, cause it's a train. Some, some people love it. Some people don't, you get to the hotel, you see, you bunk in the rooms. You don't even have to check in. It's already taken care of for you. You go on up and, uh, yeah, you can, um, you sleep, sleep through the night. You wake up the next morning. Breakfast is, you can smell the smell of breakfast rising up from the downstairs kitchen. Uh, there's seating for the people who are staying at this relatively small hotel. And uh, beautiful, wonderful Minnesota food, good good quality country fare, even though you're in the city. And uh, you eat your heart's content. And as you're in the middle of the meal, in comes an older looking, but almost exact replica of the dean. And he says, ah, you are my people. I am, I am Walter. I'm so pleased to have you here. I am there. And everyone's like, hey, waving at him. And the people who work there know who he is. You know, you, you expect them to be asking for autographs the way they treat him. And they, they love this guy. And he comes up and he says, so you're here to help me find out what's going on. This is so exciting. I, I, the market is opening up now. So please uh, is, finish up. Um, I'll take care of the bill. And uh, oh, pack you. your bags, um, but leave them in the rooms, and we'll come back and get them after we travel to the markets, and you can poke around for the day and do whatever you wish. So you gather your things, uh, quickly pack your bags, and then you go downstairs, and he's waiting for you, and he's having breakfast himself at the hotel. He's quite quite, quite informal with the staff. Mm-hmm. And he says, let's, let's go for a walk. Let's go for a walk. And you walk down the street. And uh, around a few corners, he's explaining, here's the tailor shop that I like to get my suits made at. And here's the shoe place. Here's the haberdashery. Here's a, the, the general store. If there's things you want to get before you go off up, up to, the, to the community. Uh, he, so he's just very open. He says, anything you need to know, just let me know. And uh, you turn a corner and there's a market. It's a farmer's market and it's quite large. And it's the time of year. There's stalls everywhere. 
but the crowds are actually not paying attention to the normal stalls, like the, the, the crafty items or some of the jams and jellies and preserves that are being prepared by some of the people based from the, 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 the years gather, years growings. You see there are some stalls that are definitely the people from the community based on their traditional dress. And there's massive, massive vegetation. Things are sometimes 50% larger than normal, sometimes twice as large as normal. There is a pumpkin on a, on a, on a flatbed of a, of a wagon. And this pumpkin is like a, the size of, of a horse, you swear. And this vegetation is, is immense. And the people, the, 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 the tradition, sorry, the people in traditional garb who are the, uh, the, the people from the community, they're like making money hand over fist, just selling vegetation to the locals. And everyone is shocked at this. And obviously they're, they're, quite, they're quite pleased with themselves. Even though they're quite a, Ingrid will remember, they're quite a reserved people quite, quite normally. But you can see the smiles on their faces. This is the first time in a few years they've had a lot of money coming in. But uh, yeah. I can't mm-hmm. even help myself. As we're approaching some of those stalls, I let out the equivalent of like a, oh my word, but it comes out in Swedish. <laughs> Are we seeing um, uh, vegetable crops mostly? Are there any fruits like apples? There are apples, and you know how you have baking apples? Well, these are the apples you would recognize as just little green apples, just the things you would cut up tart little apples you'd make a pie out of. Right. But they're actually the size of the, right. of the spot, the, whatever, you, the spy apples or whatever, the, the baking apples. They're giant, like twice as big as they should be. I'm, I'm going to purchase a couple of apples, um, and I'm inspecting the fruits and vegetables as I go along to see if I can find any insects, especially like the coal crops, um, cauliflower and uh, broccoli to see if there's any, you know, caterpillars or mm-hmm. anything like that. While he's doing the that. Apples, the apples I'm going to look later to see mm-hmm. if they're wormy, if there's any worms. Or... While he's okay. doing that, I'm going to be looking at some of this, these produce and sort of uh, aside from no- knowing that these are a lot bigger than they should be, I'm going to be noting, like, are there any other features that, like, from a botanical standpoint, like, are unique about these the, the, these bits of produce that maybe a layperson wouldn't notice? Okay. I want to know what, I want to know what everybody's going to do, so I can... I'd like to um, strike up conversation with the local farmers if they're, if they're here selling their own produce. Okay. You know, talk to them about like the practices, if they're willing to share any information, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. I wanted okay. to do the same and kind of impart, uh, hey, yeah, when I grew up, we managed to get our, you know, our, our produce to be just a little bit bigger, we found, if we watered it this time of day, but something like this, how, how did you do it? Like, okay. Professor Delacour, what are you doing while all this is happening? <laughs> I'd also like to purchase one of those apples and I want to, I'm going to eat it and see if it like, it just tastes like a normal green apple. Okay. 
I will start with Professor Delacour because you're letting them do their research. You're letting them do their student stuff and the junior professor is doing their, the junior professor stuff. They're doing their questioning and you're doing the overwatch, the, the wandering around and looking around while they're doing their talking. Um, could you please make a constitution roll? Yeah, let me see. So, okay. Thirty-two out of fifty-five, so success. Okay, uh, you pick up the apple. It it looks great. It looks like a regular apple, larger than normal. You take a bite. It tastes like it doesn't taste like. I mean, not to meta and go into modern days. It's not a large piece of fruit that tastes less of a like less flavorful. It actually tastes exactly as it would ex- you would expect from a, that that apple. Uh, it's, it's juicy. It's well-formed. Uh, it tastes absolutely wonderful. Huh. Any, any insects, any worms? That's, uh, uh you don't notice. Take them. a look. No, no, no. If, if there were, I must, uh, got them in the first bite, Froggy. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So, so you, you're enjoying the apple. Yeah. In fact, you, you eat it relatively fast. It, it's, it's a, it's a good apple. You haven't had one like this in a long time. You think back to your youth. Maybe I've never had an apple this good in my life. I don't know. It's a great apple. Okay. Um, so we'll rewind back to Froggy. So Froggy, what were you doing again? Just so you just remind I'm, me. I'm, I'm inspecting oh, you're the looking leafy for parts of the carrot. You know, anything that where I might think that I'll find insects. Okay. Uh, roll a spot hidden, please. Okay. For evidence, so. Uh, I am apparently looking up at the tops of trees because I got a triple zero. Oh, no. Okay. Um, you're looking at ow, the leaves, or like the little bits of leaves, and you're looking at the skin. You're checking out the, the all of the, the, the cauliflower. Did cauliflower, did Brussels broccoli really exist? I don't know if broccoli existed I'm back then. I don't think it did. I'm pretty sure it did. I don't know. Cold um, crops have been developed for the last 3,000 years, so. No, I just I just thought broccoli was oh anyway. You're looking at those crops, um, the, the, and you're not seeing any evidence of any significant insect activity. Um, okay. You 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 don't actually expect it. Like when they're selling crops in the market, they're going to pick off leaves. You probably think that are full of holes. They're going to bring the good looking produce to the market. You think, but but still, it does sort of pique your interest that you know. It's pretty good looking fruit, pretty good looking vegetables. It's not uh, not buggy. You don't find any worms, no caterpillars, no grubs. Okay. Uh, Professor Font, no, I keep trying to say your name wrong. Professor Font, no. <laughs> You're saying it correctly for what it's worth. <laughs> I know, it's because I'm part yes. French. <laughs> Yes. What, what, so what was it you're doing again? I'm, I, I'm not forget. I want you to reiterate what no, you're doing. It, so I'm going to approach one of these stalls where they have all this beautiful, luscious vegetables yes. and, and strike up a conversation with the farmer there. Yeah. Um, it, they're, they're, they're not particularly open about their growing methods. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say, oh, we grow the same way we've grown for, for generations. The land is just very good to us. We had a we had a little bit of a rough patch last year, but uh, the, the lands have been very good this year. Lord, Lord has provided. There's beautiful, beautiful fruits and vegetables. Surely you should be a credit to your community. And I will buy a few just for those samples. So uh, sure. some fruit, some veg. Okay. Um, 
Could you roll constitution as well? Okay. Oh, that's an O3. So yeah, that'll be an extreme. Excellent. Okay. You're just very impressed with what you've picked up and you, you know, they, they probably have some, a mesh bag or some, something you can carry it in, but you you, you get a very variety of things to take a look at. It looks very nice, very good and very large and uh, smells very nice. Uh, Froggy, I did forget. Could you actually make a uh, constitution roll as you're handling? You can say it out loud if you like. I'm glad that I didn't get the triple zero for that. Uh, Constitution 50, got 65, so I'll spend 15 luck. Okay, so, but you did fail by 15, you say? Or I by... did fail by 15, correct. Okay, you did fail by 15. So you, 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 here's you what happened. want me to spend the luck then? Oh, no, 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 that's fine. Um, well, no, don't spend the luck. Don't, save right, it, right. save it. Okay. All that happens is when you pick up the vegetables fruit, you're examining that the smell of the fruit. It just smells overwhelmingly good. It's it's just something that hits you that it's it's very fragrant. It's it's you you don't have a bite unless you wish to. I, I but don't. you you absolutely feel the urge, like your, your stomach actually starts to feel like, like, wow, I could really make a meal of this. That's, that's, that's all this, that's all that happens with that. All right. Um, now, Ingrid, you are the last. All right. As I said, I was looking at these, this produce to sort of like to look for any features, like from, from a botanist standpoint, mm -hmm. that might be unusual on these you know, aside from being larger, that maybe a lay person wouldn't spot. Okay. Uh, and, so, I, and I do have a botany skill. Yes, please roll that. I was going to say it's something else, but yes, botany makes sense then. Ooh, uh, that, that's a fail, but that's a failure by, oh, that's a lot of luck. I don't want to spend that much <laughs> luck so early. <sighs> because my luck is not that good. Um, That's what it's for, though. And we don't get any back. <laughs> I know. I won't influence you, but I'll say, are you going to play this character again? Probably not. <laughs> Will you need it later? Will you need it later in the game? <laughs> I might need it later in the game. Your choice. Okay. Honestly, Given how bad my luck kind of is, I probably need to save up for when I need it. So, no. Uh -uh. Okay. It's good looking vegetable fruit. You don't notice any strange shapes. Uh, the one thing you do pick up is that they're not growing. Anytime you've seen fruit and vegetables that have had sort of irregular growth, it hasn't been uniform. So, like, you know, like if you have a pumpkin that's a really big pumpkin, so one side of it's kind of really big and the other side's big. It's, it's like, it, it isn't usually like it has grown perfect. They actually look quite good. They don't have that strange non-uniform look about them. They're symmetrical as they should be, but not, you know, not outlandishly symmetrical. But, but just big. Just big, big fruit, big vegetables. Okay. Looks good. Okay. Um, I do buy for a couple of things, just again, for some additional samples, just more data is always good. Okay. Just 
fruits and vegetables, just vegetables, grains, uh, probably, breads? Probably a little bit of each, just so we, we also have a larger sample set. Okay. Roll your constitution. Oh, thank God. My dice finally liked me. 39 out of 50. That's a pass. Okay. You, you've got a bag of vegetables and fruit to look at later. And uh, they do sell baked goods as well. And they, they do explain to all of you, if anybody's interested, that they have some sausage rolls. The meats are, are – there's another stall. And um, this, is, this is something catches your eye. They've got another stall, and they sell, like, sausages, and they sell roasts, and they, it's all ni nice meat. And they, they hadn't actually spoken about the meat before. But there's a pig hanging from – you know, in a cold, like a little bit of a temporary cold storage they've constructed mm -hmm. in behind. And they open the door where they're storing the meats and they bring them out as they're selling them. This pig is monstrous. Like 30% larger than any boar you've seen before. It's, it's like cow-sized pig. Cow pig. Pig cow. It's, it's big. Like this is a huge, huge boar. Um, and you can tell by the look of it that the whole boar has been roasted and cooked and they're just going and cutting off pieces to sell. Um, but yeah, it's a monstrous, monstrous. I'm cut. The door shuts. Cool. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I have to, I have to ask the person who's manning this stall, excuse me. I'm just curious. Um, that boar, you were just, I, I, I happened to see when you opened the door. Yes. That's, that's a, a lovely specimen. What were you feeding it? Some, some, some of these crops? Oh, yes, we. That's that's what you do with with pigs. You give them the leftovers. You give them the the bits and pieces of everything that you don't use. And that's how you feed them. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, same, our food eats eats what we eat. I guess is the way to say it. The eat. Uh, of course, but uh, wow. Um, I, I can't help but smile a little bit because I can tell he's a, a little dis, disconcerted. Um, it seems like the Lord was quite good to you this year. Oh, yes. Yes. Very, very good. The crops are wonderful. The vegetables are wonderful. It's, it's, a, it's a marvel of, our, of our, our, our knowledge and growing and the conditions here. They're just absolutely wonderful. Would, would, you, would, it, would you like a, a sausage roll? He offers you a, a sample of a sausage roll. Is this from that same boar? Yes. Yes. Well, no, no, well, maybe not. Possibly. I doubt it. Oh, well, still. But it's very good. I'm sure, I'm sure it is. I, I can't help it. I'm going to pay him. Because what the heck? He's being nice. Yeah. Ten cents, whatever the heck it is. It's, yeah. it's not a very expensive piece of food. And he wraps it up in a little cloth and folds the paper and tapes it mm -hmm. shut and hands it to you. Thank you. You, you put it in your sack. Roll your constitution. <laughs> Extreme success on eight. Oh, it smells so good. You put it in your bag and away you go. Mm -hmm. So you've all had your little, you know, you've all done your things. What did, did, I, I assume that you all kind of, the mayor is wandering as well. And he comes back to you and says, so you've had some looks of wonderful, wonderful things. This is, this is wonderful stuff. Look at the, look at the fruit and vegetables. It's wonderful. Uh, and it, are you taking some home to look at or taking some back to the, I'd like to know how, what has happened. This is great. Our people are so happy. They, you know, he talks to you, Inger, because he's heard you say some Swedish words. He goes, you know, they, they're not that happy of a people. <laughs> and he laughs. And, and they're, they're not, and that is in Swedish culture, you know, they're not really a talkative people. 
Mm-hmm. You speak when it makes sense to speak. And all of you notice, I mean, Ingrid probably was discussing it on the train with you, what to, what to expect from the Swedish people. Um, mm-hmm. Wait, wasn't one other, one of, one of you grew up in Minnesota as well. Was it Professor Delacour? Yeah. And Professor Delacour, you know that as well, that the Swedish people are not really a, they don't, they're not talkative. They're not social unless they need to be. These people selling the goods are being very social and they're, offering samples and they're telling people you should try this you should try that it's unlike them the way they're acting mm-hmm. hmm. interesting mm-hmm. The, go ahead did we all see that was just ingrid who saw the pig only ingrid saw the pig because okay. she's towards the end of she was wandering mm-hmm. around at the one end um i sort of sidle up and i'm like i i'm like as it happens I point to the stall I was I was at. There's a boar in there, about the size of a cow. They've been feeding it the same produce. Looking around, do <laughs> do um, does anybody look at like extra large? Like, do, do any of the <laughs> children look like they should be like they're bigger than they would be at a certain stage or anything like that? No, they're, they're, I mean, well, you know what. There's some children right nearby and they're sitting and they're about to start uh, doing some oh, traditional crazy. Swedish dancing and singing. Aww. And uh, they're in the full, they're actually starting app. I, uh, as you're talking to the mayor, the mayor goes, Oh, the show is about to begin. And they have a little stage and the kids are getting ready to sing a song together in Swedish and do a little, put on a little, you know, dancey kind of thing. And uh, there they are and they are doing that, but you, you do, you're watching them. Their 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 voices are all beautiful, um, and as they're dancing and singing, and doing the little traditional dance, uh, there's people walking around with um, trays of fruit and vegetables, and, and like cut up into little sample sizes, and offering it to members of the crowd. So you see people in the crowd just taking a sample, taking a sample, and then those people invariably start wandering off and going to the stalls to buy more fruit and vegetables. Solomon, Solomon, you grew up on a farm, didn't you? Yes, I I did. did. I did as well. Have you ever seen anything like this? Like the the boar that Ingrid is describing, all these large, I mean, bumper crops, sure, we had those. And of course, the odd freak vegetable, you know, the one that wins the county fair. But have you ever seen anything like this? For everything to be this consistent, consistently large, is is uh, highly unusual. I mean, we can we found certain you know ways water at this time of day, you know, and, or do yeah. do whatever to to make things maybe a little better, a little hardier. But for everything here to look like it does, to to smell like it does, it's yeah, irregular. no, not n- me neither. Roy, how did it taste? The apple. It was delicious. I I, I honestly no. can't recall an apple that tasted as good as that. Any chemical aftertaste? No. It was like I just picked it off of the branch. I wonder what they're using for fertilizer. Could it be that they're fertilizing with something chemical? Uh, I mean, it would put. The size alone points to some something new. I mean, I 
then whatever Drift. it is would be passed along to whatever was eating it because what else would make the boar that large? Should we should we isolate the mayor over there and ask him what he meant by the message on the I, I was thinking along the same lines, Fred. I, uh, I actually think that might be a good idea. Just all cards on the table. I mean, just say you read Swedish and we have the message, so. We could, uh, he already knows uh, Ingrid is. Yeah. And I, I can't speak it enough, so I, it, it would be believable if I tell him. Sure. I mean, you, you already know. Obviously, we know what it says. So you know what it says. Yeah. Yeah. You, right. you can translate it. Right. Uh, but make him make sure he's in a place where he can talk to us where nobody else can. Mm. All right. Here, um, maybe we could uh, arrange for him to. We can go take like a picnic or something, some sort of lunch, and get him away from the crowd. Are there places around where we are where people are sitting at tables and eating and? Yes. Yes. There's there's actually a few little stand, you know, like barrels up upended, where people are sitting and having like little cups of coffee and uh, some tr some snacks and treats and things. Yeah. There's definitely a little area where people are eating, over and it's not completely full. Yeah. That over by that tree, there's nobody's right around there. People are at least hmm. twenty feet away. Well, the mayor's wandering around, but he's nearby. You can get his attention quite easily, and he says, right. "Oh yes, do you need something? Do you, do, what have you, have you? Any interesting findings?" Um, join us over there. Of course, of course. He, and he, to talk to you. He, it takes him a minute to get over there because people stop him and shake his hand and pat him on the back. And the, the farming community, the member, they they know who he is, and the city people know who he is. He's a good liaison between them all. But he goes, he makes his way over to the tree, and then there's upends a little barrel and sits. He says, Oh, it's such a nice day, such a nice day. And you're thinking to yourself, it's a little chilly, but he loves it. Um, so he's he's sitting there. What 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 can I help with? What are you, what are your findings? What uh, what's going on? I'd well, really like to know. We can't really say much about what we found with the fruits or vegetables yet. We still need more data. But uh, you see, I'm sure you noticed I do speak Swedish, and well, I pull out the letter and point to this. Like, what did you mean by this? Ah, he said he gave it to you. Excellent, excellent, good. I sent that to my brother because. Perhaps you, perhaps anyone who's lived here would know, they are not acting like they should. They are not normally so forthright. They're not so friendly. Um, and it's not simply that. Um, they're selling things right now. They're trying to get people to buy their stuff, their, their produce and such. But I'm seeing them on the streets. And he starts looks around whispering. They're, they're confronting people on the streets. And asking them to come to the community, saying they should come to the community to visit. That's not something we do. We no. don't do, we, do we, we, we welcome visitors. We help travelers on the road. We're, we're, we're kind people as, as one would know who knows us, but we don't, we don't do that. I, I do now that I live here and I've been in the city for a while. My brother does. But uh, it's just, it, it is not right. It is not normal. I don't understand what's going on. And this seems to be somehow possibly connected. And you will also mention the solstice. What about uh, the autumn solstice? That, oh, sorry, the autumn equinox that uh, is apparently concerning to you. 
Oh, yes. Um, next Tuesday, the eve of the solstice, there's a, there's a ceremony. It's, it's a traditional ceremony. And what you must understand is that although we, they're all good Christian people who live here, we do carry on some of the traditions that followed before Christianity came, came through our, our country. And on the solstice, we typically have in the community a very large gathering with, with food and, uh, and festivities and, and flowers. And, and we, we celebrate the end of the summer and the beginning of the, of, of the, 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 the coming winter the end, and the crops being, being born by the land. And what we do then is we have, this, we have the, the large bonfire and we, uh, we, we do tend to, uh, to be, it's, 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 a thank, it's a thankful thing for the crops and the harvest. They didn't have one last year. We don't, they didn't do it. Uh, uh, but this year, this year it's happening. And um, I do have some concerns because they're inviting outlanders, people from the city. And that's not, it's just not the way things happen. Hmm. And of course, that's what you meant when you said, uh, I need not say more because he would, would have understand why this is also unusual. Yes. yes. Well, he's from here. He's my brother. He's my brother. Of course. Well, that is very strange. Can I try to get a read, see if he's holding anything back or being a little cagey about how he referred to that note? Absolutely. Can you get something you want to roll against yeah. there? Psychology. Uh, got a little psychology. Yeah. No, no, yep. that's a big fail. I don't have enough luck. He's to make telling that the one absolute way. truth. He's this telling great. about the wow. truth. In fact, he's telling you more than he should be telling you. I'm going to try to read him too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Psychology. So, yeah, I didn't make it. <laughs> you didn't make a nine or anything. You don't want to spend all that luck? I got a 36. Yeah, I'm going to spend that luck. Oh, my. No. No, you don't really get anything. No. Anybody else want to paying attention? Yeah. Or my psychology well, is very bad. He's kind of the one who called us here, so it would make sense that he's telling us what he knows. Mm -hmm. The your community here is not very forthcoming about what it is that is causing this agricultural boon. Is there any kind of information you can provide us instead. I understand not wanting to share trade secrets, but if you mm -hmm. want us to investigate what's going on. Well, I can, I can give you a little bit of history. I can say that, as you know, two years ago, and then it was starting out to be a great year. The weather was fine. The crops were doing fine. And then it got to August and it, it didn't really hit the paper so much as the fact the people the local people in the city they were more concerned about the fact that there was less produce and we had to ship things in from out of town they were concerned about how much money they had to pay for food they weren't paying attention to why all they knew is the crops weren't doing so well but i visited karuna and i know that it went from almost overnight from lush burgeoning crops the summer crops were forming nicely and then over the space of weeks, everything went brown, just brown. The leaves dried up, the vines dried up, 
the plants just withered. There was barely enough to, to, to keep them sustained. Even the people in Karuna had to ask for assistance from, from some of the locals, families of the, who were related to them to help feed them or like pay for their food for the winter. This so things was, just died right up. This was 24 or 23? Two years ago, 23. 23. And 24, nothing grew of note. It was so dry. So dry there. Not here. Not here so much. Were there um, any, any, anything strange or notable happen um, the spring or summer of 23 that you could, uh, I don't know, possibly even even make the slightest of connection to? Any, anything come to mind? Any um, big events locally or... Any signs or portents that uh, something evil oh. was coming? Oh, evil. I wouldn't get into saying evil. I would say it was a good year at the beginning and nothing seemed to, nothing seemed to, they just, it just went bad. The year went bad. We Has don't know why. something, was it the water? Do you think something poisoned the crops? The lake is full. The lake was full. There, I mean, and the lake is, you know, the, this is land near the lake and they, the, the, the ground is generally moist. Moist. I mean, the water flows through, but it just, it's just, it's almost like the, the, um, the, the man from the weather office said, it's like the rains decided not to come to that area for the year, just decided to bypass them. And nobody noticed any infestations of insects or anything like that. Hmm. Um, you know, so you could ask the, the general store. They, they provide the insecticides. I'll, such. I'll they, go ask. And I, I walk away to go okay. general store. Okay. So Solomon, I, I remember you um, mentioning a, uh, a newspaper clipping you came across before we left on the train about a uh, some sort of astrological event happening. Right. An astro astrological event in 23, I believe it was. Um, there's a, there's a, we read about, a, um, I it was it a meteor or something of the sort happening in the, in the, in the region. Oh yes. Yes, 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 yes. I do remember this, that there was a, Oh, the people, Oh, the people, they thought it was end days. They thought it was, foreign invaders they didn't know that it was light in the sky it was just one of the shooting stars and it was green it was shot through the sky and i've seen green ones before during those meteor showers i've been out watching them because i lived on the farm and it shot through the sky and it busted up in the sky big explosion and green cloud in the moonlight and just everyone panicked and they ran to the pastors and they ran to the to the, the police and they ran to the military up the way up in the, the Northwest there, there's a base up there and they, they just, they panicked and we, we had to bring in people to explain what it was. Now you said you've seen these green meteors before, but have you ever seen one explode like that? No, no, no. That was new from, that was new. I did. I, I didn't, I, 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 no, I, I, I mean, when, when we have those meteor showers, they, you can see different colors in the sky, right. but, uh, but these, uh, I've never seen one explode like that, but I've heard the, the man said that it happens. It was can, that before? Yes, but, oh, sorry. Oh, I, I was just going to, uh, was that before or after the, uh, the sudden drought? 
Hmm. It was around. It was before. Hmm. We've been, we've we've just been scratching our heads trying to trying to figure out what could possibly be going on in the region because from what we've been able to find out, all signs point all signs point to you guys having just a normal normal couple of years. So, not to not to sound crazy or point to anything strange or weird, but. Just wondering if there could possibly be any connection. You you have to understand this was a localized issue. You've got an area where they have their own little weather weather patterns. It's it's always good there. They always have excellent weather around this community. They've chosen the most perfect area. It's why my family came from Sweden. It's such a wonderful area. Water, soil, green. And it's just, it's like everything flipped. It's like it went from absolutely perfect situation to the opposite. And then, and then we're back. And now they're back more so than ever. And I just can't understand it. But the people are not normal. There's something going on. And if you can find out what it is, I'd certainly appreciate it more than you can imagine. Of course. They're my um, people. Uh, if if we can get ourselves into Kiruna, I would definitely like to do um, soil samples, if nothing else, to sort of see, is there anything unusual about it that might explain some of this yield? We will go to my office mm -hmm. and we will, we will make plans. All right. Um, because the thing that was really catching my attention, whatever this is, it's not just affecting the plants. It, did, did you see that boar? No. What boar? In uh, one of the meat stalls, I say, they have an ice box. There's a boar okay. in there the size of a cow. He looks over towards it, and as you all look over, you actually see that the, the, this truck that was like the, this is the temporary enclosure, drive down the road. So right in the middle of market day, the truck containing the meat with the exception of what's on the stalls has driven away and that's where we should probably leave it because as tom notes it is now two hours oh my goodness our players included holly buto jen obertaz patrick o'brien andrew bush and myself as and myself with sean little as the keeper of the secrets we have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.